You're listening to the Social Spectrum Podcast with Gina Galliotto. Here we prove that success on social media and in entrepreneurship is not one size fits all and discuss thriving online through the lens of different personality types, lifestyles, and neurodiversity. Success lives on a spectrum, so your impossible search for the one right way to grow your online business ends here. On the Social Spectrum Podcast, we'll unfold your right way instead. Let's dive in. Well, Halloween is officially over, which means just about everyone is already thinking about Christmas. Even though the holidays can be fun and magical, it is definitely also a bit of a stressful and busy time for online entrepreneurs and content creators. So today I want to share with you some fun must-know hacks for online entrepreneurs to make your life just that much easier during this busy time. Some of these hacks I have gotten asked about so many times from you, and some of them are just ones that I use on a day-to-day basis that once I finally figured them out, I was like, oh my gosh, why have I not been doing this the whole time? So number one, one of the probably most asked questions I get when it comes to my Instagram stories is how I get a dark transparent overlay over my photos so that the text on my stories pops more. Now, if you've been following me on Instagram for even just a week, you've probably seen me do this, but if you do need an example, I'm sure you can pop over to my stories right now and probably find one. Way, way back in the day, in order to achieve this, I used to have to bring my photos into Canva and then I would put like an element over it and change the opacity and all of this stuff. And it was such a time waster to do that and then bring it back into stories. So I'm going to give you two alternative options right now that take literal seconds and can all be done inside of Instagram. Option number one is the easiest, but I'll tell you after I explain it why I don't always use this option. So what you're going to do is upload the photo that you want to use into Instagram stories as you usually would. Then you're going to click the three dots at the top right corner and you're going to select draw. Once you select draw, different types of pens will pop up and you're going to select the highlighter pen. It should be the one in the very middle, third from the right and third from the left. After you select that pen, you're just going to choose a color. I usually choose one of the dark gray colors or black. However, you can choose whichever color works best for your brand. You really just want to make sure that it has contrast with whatever color text you choose. After you choose your color, you're just going to hold your finger down on the screen for about three seconds. And whenever you do this, the entire screen is going to fill in the color of that highlight pen. And that's why it gives that transparent effect over the photo. After that, you can just select the text tool and type your text as you normally would. And again, this is going to create a really great contrast between the background and your text so that viewers' eyes are drawn to it and so that it is super easy to read and clear to understand. All of this stuff is going to increase your story views and your story conversions. Now, the reason I don't always use this method is because sometimes, especially if the photo is a little bit dark, this method will cause the overall story slide to just be too dark in general, meaning meaning there isn't always enough transparency or opacity between the color and the photo. But there is a solution to this that again is inside of Instagram stories. So this is the second way to get this done. Just the same as before, you're going to make sure that the photo you want to use is uploaded into Instagram stories. But this time, instead of selecting the draw tool, you're going to select the text tool. 
And then you're going to slide over to the very, very last font. So the font all the way over to the left-hand side. Select that font and then type a period or any small symbol. You'll see that a transparent block or background is formed behind the text or the symbol that you type. So now you essentially have an opaque or a transparent block. And what you can do is change the color of this block and then expand it so that it completely covers your image and so that the actual symbol that you typed is off screen so that you can't see it. When you do this, the opacity is just much, much greater. You can see through the color better and you can actually see more of the photo, but you're still creating that contrast between the background and the font. The only thing is that this method isn't quite as easy because once you do this, you are going to have to click the three dots at the top right photo and save the image to your camera roll and then re-upload it to your camera roll before you can actually add text. This is because if you try to keep that opaque block in the background, which is technically its own text, and then add text on top of it, whenever you're trying to click and move things around, it's just going to get really annoying because if you accidentally click the block instead of the text, then the block will cover the text like it will become the thing that's in the front, if that makes sense. So then the text goes behind it. So it's a whole layering issue. So again, for that reason, you just save it to your camera roll and re-upload it to your stories before adding text. I'm so sorry. I know this is not the easiest thing to visualize. However, again, if you have been following me for a while, you should kind of know what I'm talking about. And if you're in doubt, just shoot me a DM on Instagram and I'll explain it more. Now, this next tip I felt like a literal genius for. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I'm positive I'm not the only one doing this, but it really has saved me so much time. So as an online entrepreneur, especially an online coach who sells digital products and has a podcast and has freebies and has all of these different links to promote, I was finding it really annoying to have to hunt down each and every link in order to paste them into my Instagram stories. So every time that I wanted to post a sticker, like a link sticker on my Instagram stories, I was having to go hunt down that link. And even though that doesn't seem like a big deal, like day after day, it was becoming super, super frustrating. And it just wasn't really a solution for me to paste all of the links in my notes because it was just that was getting messy and I I wasn't doing it. So what I ended up doing is going into my phone settings and creating keyboard shortcuts for each of those links. Now, I'm not sure how to do this on any phone besides iPhones, but I am pretty sure there will be a way that you'll just have to Google. However, I will explain the iPhone way right now. And if you don't know what a shortcut is, basically it means like you can type in a keyword of your choice. And then whenever you press space after that keyword, it will like expand into something else of your choice. So again, it's kind of hard to explain without a visual, but hopefully the tutorial will help it make more sense. So if you have an iPhone, you're just going to open your settings, select general, then you're going to select keyboard, and then you're going to select text replacement. Now, when you click the plus sign at the top right, you're going to see two input fields. It's The top one is going to say phrase, and then the bottom one is going to say shortcut. So in this case with the links, what I do is where it says phrase, I paste the link. And then where it says shortcut, I give myself a little keyword that I'll remember that I can type in whenever I want to generate that link. So for example, if I want to make a story sticker for my 10K TikTok challenge, 
I would paste the TikTok challenge link under phrase and then under shortcut, I might put something like challenge. So now every time I type the word challenge and I press space, that link for my TikTok challenge is going to pop up so that I can do that every time I want to add links to stories instead of actually leaving the app to go copy the link. Now, if you're wondering, okay, what if I just want to text my friend the word challenge, like in a totally different context, that's okay. It'll give you the option to choose the word instead of the link right above the keyboard where the autocorrect words pop up. So again, to give you another example, if I wanted to add an Instagram stories link for my UGC course, instead of leaving the app, going to my stand store, copying the link for the course, going back into Instagram, going back to the link feature and pasting it, yada, yada, yada. All I have to do is in the link section of the sticker, type in the word UGC, because that's the shortcut that I created for my UGC course link. So I completely love this hack. It's seriously one of those ones that like feels illegal to know to me. All right, moving on. The next hack is one I want to share because it took me so long to figure out and I don't even know why. It's like it didn't even occur to me to like Google it because I felt like I should just know how to figure it out on my own or something. So as an online course creator or someone who shares resources in general, I often want to share Google Docs with my students so that they can customize homework assignments or do fill in the blank things, anything like that to a document that I created. But the problem is that there's so many different types of share options within Google Docs. And if you choose the wrong one, it is an absolute mess. So for example, if you don't share a Google Doc correctly with your students, then one person who edits the document will end up editing it for everyone, right? So it will completely change everyone's document. That's one way that it can get messed up. Or another way that it can get messed up is that every single time a student wants to use the document, it will make you through your email approve their access to that document, which is also super annoying and not very realistic for you if you do have many students joining at various times. And again, for some reason, I could just never get this right. And that caused me to basically provide subpar homework assignments to my students because they weren't as easy to edit for them. But I have finally figured it out. And now all of my students have very easy to edit homework assignments. And so I want you to know this little trick too, because it was so ridiculously easy. All you're going to do is after you create your document, you're going to go to share it as normal. So At the top left, you select file and then you select share and then you select share with others. Now, all you'll need to do is make sure that the section beneath general access is switched to anyone with link. So it will probably be set on restricted and you're just going to want to hit the drop down menu and change it to anyone with link. After you do that, go ahead and copy the link to the document. And when you paste that link, you're going to see that at the very end of the link, there is a dash and then the word edit, and then just some characters behind that, just a few short characters behind the word edit. All you have to do to make sure that the student is forced to make a copy of the actual document before they can edit it is erase the word edit and everything after it from that Google Doc link and replace it with the word copy. And then whenever you share that new link with the word copy at the end instead, whenever your students click it, the very first thing that's going to pop up is a page that says, do you want to make a copy of this document and a button that says copy. 
And that's it. They can't even see the document until they make the copy. And that is what is going to save you all of this trouble when it comes to sharing Google Docs. I don't know if it was just me. Maybe you guys are thinking, wow, she didn't know how to do this. But that was mind-blowing to me. So I really hope that helps you now or at least sometime in the future. The next tip I want to share, I recently got a ton of questions and DMs about because it is really fun and it'll actually be particularly useful for the holidays. So what I did is I shared a barcode for a Starbucks gift card to my followers so that they can just take a screenshot of that barcode and then go to their nearest Starbucks, have them scan it and get a drink on me. This is such a fun thing to do for your audience. You could post it randomly on stories, you could make it for a special occasion, or you could even treat it as a little reward in exchange for something. So in exchange for, you know, followers completing a survey, etc. Now, disclaimer before we get into this hack, even though I'm about to give you a general overview of what I did, I really, really, really encourage you to also just Google a few other tutorials because there are some variations on steps that you take depending on what you want to do and how you want to load your card and with how much money and all of those things. So the first thing you'll need to do in order to do this for your followers is download the Starbucks app. If you don't already have a Starbucks account, don't worry, creating an account is free. Once you're in the Starbucks app, you're going to go to the bottom and select gift. And then you're going to see a bunch of designs for virtual gift cards. So all you have to do next is choose your favorite design. Once you do, the app is going to ask you who you want to send this gift card to, how much you want to be loaded onto the gift card, and how you want to send it. So what you're going to do here is send the gift card to yourself. So under the recipient, put your own name. Under the gift amount, you have a couple different options. You could upload up to $100 on it, or you could upload just about $10 to $20 on it and later set it to auto reload. So that means, you know, as your followers were using it, every time $20 was spent, $20 would be auto reloaded back onto it. So this just makes sure, you know, one person can't use the whole $100. It just depends how you want to do it. So you're going to choose the amount. And then after you choose however much you want to be on the gift card, you're going to select the email option for how you want to deliver it. Now here, it's really important to obviously put your own email address because this is the email address they're going to send the barcode to. Once you add your email address, you just need to check out and then check your email. And in your email, like I said, you're going to find the barcode attached to the cute little design, you know, that the virtual gift card was. This part is super, super important. Okay. You want to crop the barcode out completely. So there's going to be some numbers below the barcode. It will be the card number and the pin. You want to crop those out. Don't include that when you share it. Only include the barcode. So what I did to also have the cute little design included was I took a screenshot of the design of the card, a screenshot of the barcode, and then I brought it into Canva and I put both of those screenshots over like a cute little background. And then I shared that. Now you can either share it directly to Instagram stories, or you could, you know, set up a mini chat automation and say something like message me the word blank for a little treat. And then you could send it that way, whatever you want to do. But yeah, now your audience would be able to bring that barcode over to Starbucks and grab a drink or a snack, like I said. All right. Now this last hack is particularly useful if you find yourself doing a lot of voiceovers, which 
I definitely do for my UGC and brand deals and all of those things. I do a ton of voiceovers. And so that's when I find myself using this tip the most. So what I used to do whenever I had to do voiceovers that were scripted is I would have the script in my notes app and then I would read a few sentences from the notes app and like try to memorize them and then go over to my editing app and then do the voiceover for those few sentences, pause it, go back over to the notes app, memorize the next few sentences and repeat the process again and again. And eventually I found this to just be really annoying and inefficient. And then all of a sudden I realized one day the perfect solution. So what you're going to do is script out your voiceover. The notes app works perfectly, but you can do this anywhere as long as it is digital. And then what you're going to want to do is screenshot that script and add that photo as an overlay on top of the video you're editing. That way it's right there for you to see in the video editor that you're using so that you can just read off of that screenshot as you record. And then whenever you're done recording, you just delete the screenshot. I hope these five hacks will come in handy for you and save you some time, energy, and frustration. Shoot me a DM on Instagram and let me know which one is your favorite or if you have any better solutions to some of these tricks, because who knows, maybe there are more efficient ways. If you have a favorite little hack that I didn't mention, but you feel like other creators and online entrepreneurs just need to know, please also feel free to send that my way and I will compile them into a new episode for everyone. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will catch you next time. If you liked this episode, it would make my day to hear about it. Please don't hesitate to share your thoughts on Instagram and tag me at Gina Galliotto or shoot me a DM letting me know so I can continue sharing episodes you love. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to the Social Spectrum podcast and leave a five-star review so we can stay in each other's worlds. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Until next time, friend.